podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system, DLS. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, Select Quote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. Select Quote. We shop, you save. Full details on example policies at SelectQuote.com slash commercials. Welcome to the Faux Plan Podcast. Hey! Hey! Pod 279. No oh, way. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Uh, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing board who needs. Go to Vector.co.uk. So Vector Okay. And JCIS, the global research and brand consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. Nicely done. It's been too Thank long. You. been too long. Since, it's been a while. Since Endicott was on since the pod. Since Endicott did it. It's yeah. because I, I, keep, I keep forgetting it's on. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 and then when I do remember, it's not on. Like yeah. I, 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 I was here last week every night, but there was no pod, so I, was, I got, I really got quite awkward. cold. I was behind the sofa every night. Every night, yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> but anyway, away. it's really good to be back, Jim Davy. It's like, hey, <laughs> I knew that was going to happen. Going to brush on. Here we go. How are Hello. you? I'm alright, thank you. Good. Uh, welcome back to the podcast, uh, Harry House Daily Star. Hello. Hey. How are you? Uh, very well. Thank you for having me back. Oh, man, always good to have you on. Yeah. Uh, you know what I noticed about this pod? You, you never introduced yourself. Well, everyone knows how Because he, he doesn't know what he's called. I've got to clear what my name is. I'm you totally new listeners might be really, really confused sometimes. They might be. Yeah. yeah. Got a point there, actually. New, new yeah. listeners. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if we get any new listeners. Well, we're we just chugging along quite happily. Should we say hello to any new listeners? Hello, new listeners. We, we might oh, do. No, but then we alienate our old listeners. And like hello those, to our old listeners. terrible bank <laughs> offers where you only get £5 off if you're a new member of the bank. That really annoys me, that. Yeah, hasn't it? Really but anyway, well done on football focus. It was like you, yes. you, you and your just, staff. And just your to let the ladies. listeners know, that, to let the listeners know, uh, Jim Daly, uh, our host and uh, general all-round good guy, was uh, interviewed on Football Focus, uh, the premier uh, pre-football uh, TV show on the BBC on Saturday lunchtimes, uh, but was unfortunately named Jim Davy yeah. rather than Jim Daly, which has been a source of amusement I mean, to both his friends and enemies. Argue it's an improvement. That's quite Jim Daly. 
it was like Morse code in the pub as everyone's phone buzzed, <laughs> buzzed at the same time. Everyone's going, <laughs> Brilliant. middle aged men who can't normally work their phone just go. It's <laughs> <laughs> made an impression. Good, yeah, it's memorable. True, yeah, yeah. And it's better to be spoken about than not be spoken to. Very Wilde, true says. indeed. Yes. And speaking of speaking about, <laughs> oh, <a> terrible <laughs> segue. Uh, let's go into, well, there's been three games since our last podcast. We didn't wow. pod last week because midweek games sort of get in the way and they're a bit of a pain to pod round. Um, so we had Spurs Cup game, Kevin. We had Saints away, one all draw. And we had home to Fulham, two nil draw. So So what's that? That's a two wins and a draw. It's not a bad week. Very good. Yeah. It's funny, Excellent. What, the, the tickets I got for the Tottenham game were just in front of where we normally are in the half away. So we didn't have the posts in the way. So for the first time, you actually got to sort of sit down and realise how efficient and competent we are with the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got, and you've got a really good sense of how organised we are, even with three you know, standing defenders mm. and how, how comfortable we were on the ball. And, and it was the same during the Fulham game. So halfway through the second half, you just thought, actually, they've got more of the ball than we have, but we're going to win this game. We're more comfortable and more competent and we're going to score a goal. And it was a strange feeling, but it's, they were both really good performances, I thought. And Southampton won seemed to be a very good performance, obviously marred by some poor refereeing. And, mm-hmm. uh, we'll Wolf's, come on to that. Yeah, Will's yeah. petulance. But no, I, the Fulham result was the most important result of that a lot. But four points out of those two games was a, was I a think, good I, I think good anybody return. would have said said beforehand if yeah. we get four points out of those two six-pointers. Well, also, Enders, as well, two wins at home. Well, Actually, with two clean sheets as yeah. well. And again, Amazing. another win without Wilf. Another win without yes. Wilf. And yeah. also, Harry's uh, uh, telling the public, you know, everyone was... Yeah, Southampton, their new manager, has done really well. Mm-hmm. So they're on good form. And Mitrovic looked unplayable against Brighton. Right, so everyone was really worried about that. And then probably Sacco and Tompkins had arguably their easiest game of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, true. But I, I just think from this, this home form that we talk about that has been a struggle for us. Fortress Selhurst. Actually, it's not been too bad. It's not been too bad. It's not been too bad. But, you know, I mean... <laughs> It'll, it'll be interesting. I mean, I know we're going to be talking about it later on in part three or four, whatever it is. But it'll be. I think it's the the real test is going to be Saturday. Yeah. To be honest, but no, I think it's been great. I mean, you know, any time you 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 get a clean sheet and you win, and you know, we and I know Spurs put an understrength team out. So did we? Uh, but so did we. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I think you, you you can't knock it at all. You know, and you know we have we haven't lost the last three games. That's very true. Now, after the Spurs game, we did also have... Um, was it after the Spurs game? Yeah. Or before the Spurs game. Deadline day. Oh, yes. Was that in the last couple of weeks? Was that in the last... Well, was I the last that was the day after Southampton. Day after Southampton. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And the big news, Harry... Right, right, so it was about a week ago. <laughs> Facts at his fingertips. A week ago, yeah. week ago um, tomorrow, yeah. Really <laughs> behind. Uh, Michy Batshuayi. Oh, yeah. That came out of nowhere, that one. Uh, yeah, I kind of went into the day thinking, nothing's going to happen, is it? And then... I was, I was checking Twitter all day and then kind of gave up at about 5pm and then went, went on at about 10, just I wonder who, else, who anyone else has signed and I just saw all these tweets about Batshuayi and just got really excited. So I remember when we first were linked for, with him two years ago, I was so excited just based on uh, YouTube highlights. Mm. But obviously, that, <laughs> wow, Typical right. football fan, yeah. brilliant. But I was just watching videos like, wow, this is, this is exactly the guy we need. And yeah. It's taken two years but we, we finally have him. YouTube highlights. <laughs> yeah, but He's playing against much better players, but sure, isn't he? And, and his um, impact was incredible. I mean, the mm. way he turned in the area to yeah. put that shot in 
and then Jeffrey comes on, knocks it. I mean, you, we have had nobody could do that. Hmm. I, d- I don't think Hodgson was expecting it. No, what he talked from what I've heard, he went to bed very last all, minute. Then, um, <clears throat> from what I hear, because I mean, the day of deadline day itself was was dreadful because Sky were they reduced to their fifty, you know, their poll, <laughs> which was the two best deals, and one of them was Martial signing a new contract. To, <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was so, Peter Crouch of Burnley. Yeah, Peter Crouch of Burnley, and then. And then suddenly, from what I, from what I understand, we didn't actually go in for him. Chelsea, we were fourth on the list. I think mm. Everton only wanted to to do a deal mm. full time. Arsenal weren't interested. West Ham wanted to pay only thirty percent of his wages, and Doogie just got a phone call saying mm. Batshuayi might be. Well, apparently Chelsea were just ringing up everyone saying, "Yeah, just does anyone want, want him, please?" Well, apart from Spurs, <laughs> apparently Spurs wanted him, but they were Chelsea wanted to up the loan deal. No, Chelsea would, wouldn't. They were top Spurs four rival. Top four rival. Yeah. So yeah. Everton would only buy him full time. Yeah, West Ham wouldn't pay the full wages, so we got him. I believe we're paying mm. most of his wages. But I thought what's interesting is how excited the other players seem to be. They mm. they seem generally excited about. It. There seemed to be a real buzz about. What all was I tell you? What I really noticed was at the Fulham game after Jeffrey Schlupp got that goal, yeah. which you know just. Said so he started, and he uh, where I was sat in the con- he uh, ran over to where we were, and everybody the smile on his face, yeah, yeah. Mm. the buzz. It was almost like he's been at the club for like a year or two, yeah. and and also not just that, but all all the teammates, everybody was just like hugging him. And I mean, I, I know they scored a goal, and you're, you're high in emotion, but there seems to be more than that. It seems to be a real connection, well, even and I just think he's going to really fit in with the club. He's yeah. got this, he's, he's cheeky little monkey. He's, he, well, that's exactly what it is. I think <laughs> he's, 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 a he's got a character. He's got he, a real character, and we uh, need characters. Even his, his tweet after the game said, "Imagine how good this is going to be when I've actually met the players." <laughs> <laughs> so, but Will said he was at the training ground for about two hours. He said everyone was mucking about, laughing, and like. And but and this strange thing where he he, he tweeted that Doogie Freeman was his favourite footballer. Really, <laughs> really. And he used to the Robbie Keane. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Because everyone went no, don't be daft. No, he went, and his, no, his mate went no. Generally, Doogie Freeman. He wanted to be Doogie Freeman. We're all no being Patrick Cliver. He wanted to be <laughs> really, which is great. He can be Doogie as a player. That's fine as long as he doesn't become technical director. And <laughs> like, but that's all right. That's an easy job. True, we don't do anything. But he, just seemed, he just seemed. <laughs> And like like Ender said, he did something that none of our players would, would attempt to do, yeah. and, but also did it. He did it. it the skill level in that. Mm. Skill ben and Teke, strength. Ben yeah. Teke seems to have been, had a real lift. Ben, yeah. ben Teke looked, I thought, looked so good on against I Fulham. Thought, I thought he looked, he looked sharper, he looked fa- fitter, he looked faster, he looked up for it. Well, it's it's just such a shame he didn't score, but yeah. I thought he, he, he looked great. I think mm. it'll really help him having. I think I don't know if it's a coincidence man. just because he's fitter now, but <clears throat> this is the first time since Bentago signed that he's actually got competition for his place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he's yeah, always yeah. good point. Yeah, he's yeah. always just been the main guy. I know Wickham. Wickham was fit when he first joined, but he was in such good form he wasn't going to get dropped. But now he's like, wow, well, I might not actually play yeah. every game, especially now Ayu's looking good as well. well yeah, well, so I'm yeah. not a fan of the four four two when the two of Benteke and Ayu, but I thought it did work against Fulham. Hmm. And I think Benteke and Batshuayi as a two up front is going to be a really good. But then where good does, option. Then where does Wolf play? Well, that's it. That's yeah. it. But then these are all problems we haven't had for a long time. Yeah, so yeah. problems you want. Good yeah. problems. Yeah. Good to have a problem. And also, you can't <laughs> argue with Batshuayi's figures at Chelsea and Dortmund. Not so much at Valencia, but they're a very defensive team and they play them as a lone striker. But mm. yeah. he's, he's he's a Premier League goal scorer. Yeah. Yeah. Can I put some questions to, about Batshuayi? To you yes, guys? you can. Jim uh, Davey. Cole, <laughs> I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Cole Craster. No, you can't. Don't edit it out every time because we'll be here all night. <laughs> Dave, Jimmy. Come on. Cole Craster. Hi, Cole. Hi, Cole. Says, if we have a Batman, yep. that's why, who's our Robin, our Joker, or our Penguin? Uh, I would <laughs> say the Joker's got to be Sacco. 
because he always makes a ridiculous joke of a mistake in the game. <laughs> well, well, this is a man who started our second, started the move for our second goal with a double sliding tackle. <laughs> but you <laughs> know, yes, he's, he's he has his moments. Well, Max Mayer looks like Rob. Max Mayer looks like he could be a little sidekick, a little pink. <laughs> <penguin. laughs> <Yeah, laughs> he looks yeah, a bit like a Rob. A little cloak. Yeah. Yeah. Runs around yeah. flapping a lot. Yeah, doesn't yeah, really get yeah. I don't know about Penguin. It's interesting though because everyone seems to assume that Wickham is going to be the one that misses out. As I was surprised Wickham wasn't even on the bench on Saturday. I don't know if he's injured. There were rumours that he had a little injury. Is that? But, yeah. Oh, right. oh, okay. oh you're the BBS. I don't know. But you <laughs> legit, they were. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but that would explain why he wasn't on the bench. You're a tabloid journalist. When you say there are rumours, we just. Go, I'm here. Harry, I'm here as a fan. <laughs> but it does. It, it does make me wonder if, whether he's the one that would be moved right down the pecking order. To, Maybe. Well, just sure from Hodgson's what Hodgson said before, before, he doesn't seem to like him. It does doesn't it? seem yeah, convinced by him. That was that weird question, it? wasn't yeah, it? Yeah. After one of the home games. You, you yeah. can't have three, four strikers on the bench, so yeah. I doubt he'll. If everyone's I have as well that he takes a while to recover because he's been out so long that when he. And he played oh, 70 minutes against Spurs. Played a good 70 minutes as well, I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Scored a proper poacher's goal and then forced yeah. them to give the penalty away. So. Yeah, isn't this exciting? We've got. Four, as Harry's saying, four strikers now. <laughs> from having from none, nowhere. From like yeah. having none exactly. a few got, weeks ago. We've got proper options now. It would be a shame, though, if Wickham were to get himself back fit and end up on loan at a championship club. Next season, mm. I do think he's generally better than that. I think he's better than Sirlot. I think he's better than... Oh, I'm better he's than Sirlot. Like I, mean, yeah. well, <laughs> I think that was, on deadline day, that's what they were saying, that the idea was to get in a striker and loan out Wickham. And really? Then, and then oh, the, okay. the Tottenham game kind of changed their mind. But then Batshuayi came in anyway. But that was very late, so they didn't really plan for it. Yeah, Wickham, well, Wickham needs games, doesn't he? He needs to run. Yeah. But would he play Batshuayi as a central striker on his own with Wilf and Andros? I don't uh, know. I think if you were going to do that, we'd have to change the way we play. Because when Batshuayi came on the other day, within the first three minutes, we played three long balls. Yeah. They've gone nowhere near him. <coughs> he doesn't play like that. He's not going to yeah. beat centre-backs in the air. So he, ca- he probably could play on his own with two wingers, but... We can't just kick the ball to his head because it's not going to work and fans are going to start getting frustrated. Well, I thought it was really interesting. I think it was... I know Townsend was one of them. Fair enough. There's like three Palace players that, in a short space of time, had the confidence in Bakshui already mm. to play the ball into his feet in yeah. the penalty area. He played it back out. To him and we, I mean, it, there was about 25, 26 passes before that, before that goal. It was actually really good. And it did mm. genuinely start with Sacco's double yeah. sliding tackle. Mm. But after that, and that again goes back to what I was talking about the Tottenham game, is how we can actually look like a proper Premier League team. We can control the ball. We can move and pass. Mm. It's going to be a lot more confidence for the rest, the rest of the season. Of season. I, to say. I think it's interesting what you said earlier, though, because obviously against Fulham, I worked with a couple of Fulham fans. And I just saw one before I came down. They had 65% possession, he was yeah. telling me during the game. But you're absolutely right. I never felt like we were never not going to win that game. No. Yeah. So actually, we, we are quite clinical in, in when we use the ball without needing to actually have that much possession. Yeah, and, and mm. I, I think it was... Chris Kamara whatever, was one of the football programmes were highlighting the fact that they weren't getting their midfield players in the box mm. Fulham but that's because we were pushing them deeper and they, they weren't getting the chance to get in the box and when they were they were being tracked mm. so Mitrovic was left more and more isolated you could see Mitrovic's confidence going after he missed that yeah. early chance but very early chance game, yeah. it's quite clear that Sacco and, and Tompkins that Tompkins have said you can go forward to Sacco because Sacco mm. went forward more often in that game than mm. I've seen him in mm. in most games um in the Fulham game, we got a penalty early on, didn't we? Yeah. Actually, very similar to the Spurs game. And Rob Malga has a question Hi, about that. Yeah. He says, am I the only person who thinks Benteke jumped and pushed Christie's arm slash hand towards the ball by getting his arms underneath for the pen? Hashtag Sly Techers. <laughs> well, <laughs> just, I, don't I think that's a really good that. question because around us, 
as many people assumed it was a foul the other way or a handball mm. the other way, and I think the ref did really well to spot it. But it was straight away as well. We it didn't was hesitate away, at all. But yeah. I think. I think he did kind of Benteke did sort of jump with him in an awkward fashion but mm. still the defender was mm. done I mean the defender's got his arm all the way across him yeah. wearing a white sl- sl- shirt that shows you know albeit both players had black gloves on but it was a clear was and a are clear we a penalty. fan of we talk about players having the devil in them sometimes and maybe our squad's a bit too nice are we a fan of actually Benteke's being a bit cheeky then if that was the case well yeah he wanted to be that he wanted it's, to be like Costa it's, but it's also I mean the, the Wickham part one of the game, it? Tottenham was because he was so scared that Wickham, the ball would go to Wickham and he would score, he instinctively stuck his arm out. So mm. it's two penalties that we probably wouldn't have got last season. Mm. What, from having a big man up top? From having a big man up top, yeah. Mm. For, and from having a, a big man who was playing well up top. Because as, as Ender says, I think ben Te- that was Benteke's best. Well, he scored that goal as well. I mean, the well, team, that was incredible. The that was a kick. That was just well, yeah, but you can't, like, as, I was, as I sort of tweeted during, during the game, Clearly, he's not short of confidence, and we've talked about Benteke and his confidence a lot on this podcast. Yeah, he's right? definitely he got confidence. At the to moment. be doing that bicycle, clearly <laughs> he's not, and he's and he's not played a lot recently since since September. No, he's, and he's not I, scored many goals in the last year. I like just, you know, I know. Down to back, Shuri being there. Do you think so? Just showing or just no, but he, he, he just looked so much fitter, and he looks slender. He looks sharp. Hasn't, he hasn't done. His brain seems to be working a bit more. He's played well enough in the games that he's come on recently. He's not looked like. The overhead mm. kick, Benteke. No. no, and he's not been that close to goal in no. open play either. Really, his movement for it was great. Yeah, the te- I tell you what was interesting is that there's obviously a lot of goodwill towards him as well, and from a lot of people because so many people say, oh, "I wish Benteke had scored that goal; that would have been great for him and his confidence." But mm. he, I thought his movement was good, and I thought I have to say, Ayu was putting a proper shift up there with him as well, and had the confidence to take people on a couple mm. of times. So. I actually think I want to hear Harry's thoughts on Ayu because I actually think Ayu has been. <laughs> one of our best players since the turn of the year yeah. no he started oh, yeah. scoring goals I've, I've, I've liked him a lot of I've liked him the whole time to be honest I think people would be a lot nicer to him if, he ha- if he'd won that header against Tottenham yeah. when they scored yeah because <laughs> I said after that game even though he messed up there that was one of his best games for us He's, he was really good yeah. and even Southampton the other night their centre back was what, 6 or 7 and yeah. he, he won 3 or 4 headers yeah. in the first half yeah. I think he gets a lot of unfair stick well also yeah, you see how well he, there was a five minute spell in the second half against Fulham when he had that shot where he's playing out on, wide on the left mm, that's and where he wants to play as well see, exactly see how much happier he looked yeah. I was surprised that with Zaha out that he didn't play him on the left because that's he where he yeah. played for Swansea last yeah. year that's where he wants to be playing yeah. talking about the left I just I was <laughs> which we were um where is this? Oh no! I was, I tell you, I'm going to put. I'm going to. I was. I was what? What's what's happened to PVA? Oh, okay. No. We're going to mm-hmm. politics for a second. No, 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 no. What's happened to PVA? That's very good. Because I was. It was a little. I didn't know what was going on with him Defensive. on Saturday. Yeah. It's just like it's been. Mm. It's been about yeah. a month. Now I really was talking is. to somebody the other day, and they say they reckon he's just. He's got a little bit too big for his boots. He's got a bit cocky. And he's because he's been playing so well, he's been getting a lot of love and a lot of praise. He's been doing well, scored a couple of goals, been working well with Wilf down that left hand side. People are thinking maybe he's just got a bit too big for his boots. I don't know if that's true. Mm. I'm just I'm just chucking it out there. Well, there were, there were there rumors might, of attitude problems when he was at Sunderland. Well, yeah, there you go then. Similar, sort possibly. Of thing. I don't know. He just but defensively, just you're right. He really did not seem the player that he mm. he, he can be. I was, uh, yeah, it might also be similar to Benteke. It might be complacency that. There's no competition because exactly, yeah. Schlupp's now considered a midfielder. Yeah. Okay, Suarez yeah, yeah, injured. He's not going to get dropped unless we're going to go back to playing Ward or Kelly there, which Hodgson won't do. Yeah. Well, it is, it is a worry though because Schlupp, I think, has been playing well, but defensively, mm. he's like Sacco. He's got two, two mistakes in the game in terms of switching. And it's also highlights because you know, your other right back is the, you know, one of the best right backs in the country that we've got. So yeah. mm. you've got PVA and, you know, it's like, it's, it's the, the, because Aaron's playing so well yeah. every game consistently, 
you look at PVA and it's just like I don't know. It, it really it, it highlights. It shines we, a light on him. Yeah. I just think, and also we, you know we we spent the last fifteen minutes talking about how great we're going up front. And we haven't really spoken about the midfield, but we spoke about the centre backs. And you know, there's a there's a problem there. And if if I was Pellegrini or if I was a manager, I'd go. Get him, yeah, get yeah, him, yeah. get him on yeah. Saturday because he is not playing well. And, that's, well, and, actually, and, I think Saints, and I'm really concerned Saints about did that. that. Actually, I think in the middle yeah. of the game, a yeah. lot came down. Really so I want to talk about Saints in part two because this I is a very what, positive part one with our sorry, wins. Sorry, sorry, I'm positive. Hodgson's comments about Wan Bissaka at the end of the game were great. He said, "Thank God he made a mistake in the 94th minute." It's beginning to think he wasn't human. Yeah. Once again, he was just. But we expected now, but his tackle is just phenomenal, incredible, and the confidence to come. He always comes away with the ball and carries it forward it's mm. just there's a really great little just to let uh, the listeners know um, the, uh, Crystal Palace put up a little 90 second video today of Aaron Wambasaka going back to his primary school mm. it's a oh, very nice. short little thing and all these little kids and it's just it's a really lovely thing oh. mm-hmm. it's, a, it's great and it's, I'm very happy for him well worth a watch um, can we just backtrack a little bit uh, talk about Jeffrey Schlupp because mm. I actually love Jeffrey Schlupp I, think, <laughs> I, I, I genuinely think he's so underrated he always puts a shift in. I think, like IU, he's been a lot better in the last couple of months. And we had a few questions uh, in a similar vein. So, Chris Cloak. Hi, Chris. Hi, Chris. Says, uh, big love to all the Palace supporters around the world. Oh, that's, oh, nice. that's nice. Yeah. Uh, after the Spurs game, I said, what is Schlupp's best position? I know he gets stick, but he is an asset to us and did well for Wickham's goal. Uh, then again, and then against Fulham, he scored. Will the fans start appreciating him? And Jack Aubrey says Schlupp now has four goals this season, level with Wilf and more than Kiate, Maya and MacArthur combined, and actually second top scorer behind Luca. Fewest minutes per goal of the whole squad. Is it about time we get on board with Roy in our love for Jeffrey? Good point. I think it is. Townsend's got more goals than Schlupp, hasn't he? Apparently not. Uh, Yeah, he's on seven. Yeah, Maybe not in the league because he's got a few in the cup. Oh, okay. Uh, He's on seven, really? Mm. Wow. I think the uh, the first few words of the first question are the problem with Schlupp. I don't mm-hmm. think anyone knows particularly what his best position is. Well, his best position is link, his wing-back. Yeah. But we're not going to mm-hmm. play in that system. But it, it's really odd because Roy's so wedded to you know, 4 4 in particular, but Schlupp seems to be the only round peg he's prepared to force into square holes. He mm-hmm. seems to want to play mm-hmm. Schlupp wherever. And I, I don't think we've seen the bell. I think you can't argue with the fact that he's scoring goals and he is creative, but... I kind of think I don't think he should be for me he shouldn't be first choice I think, mm. I think he's brilliant as a squad player and I'm really glad he's here do you think he's a victim maybe of the fact that he is quite versatile and can play in lots of positions and always I, has a job I think mm. yeah I think that's I think that's part of the problem he, he, he's never 10 out of 10 but he's never 6 out of 10 either he wants to come whatever position he plays in yeah and he, but Hodgson does seem to really rate him. Seems to really like him. Yeah, oh, he's reliable, isn't he? He's very reliable. Yeah, yeah. and and he's got great experience as well, which can, can only help. Well, the he squad. is a Premier League winner. He is a Premier League <laughs> winner. Indeed, well. and that was a proper poacher's goal as well. Yeah. On Saturday, yeah, it's, yeah, it's mm. great. Well, he always right. seems to come alive, sort of last 20, 10, yeah. 10, 20 minutes. So yeah, I feel like that's yeah. why he'd be better as more as an impact yeah, yeah, yeah. against tired defenses where he can just run at them because he he never seems to really come alive until later on in the game. That's a oh, fair point, true. actually. Yeah, yeah mm. good. Um, can well, we again, it's, it's another indication that uh, slowly but surely our squad is getting yeah. deeper. Which is something we moaned about earlier on in the season, yeah. quite rightly. Quite rightly. But we, we, I was talking about our new Brazilian goalkeeper. <laughs> uh, do you want... I mean, he hasn't... I mean, no, I'm not just, play, I just, no, so I just thought it's quite nice we got a bit of Samba in the club. <laughs> a bit, yeah. So I, I, I really like Brazilian music, so... That's good. And <laughs> Japanese jazz. 
and Japanese jazz. But we can't sign players based on your musical predilections. Though. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be League Two. <laughs> yeah, look, we got, got Surlot in because he likes Norwegian surf music. <laughs> I do actually. <laughs> you do. Um, can I end on a question from Rob Two? Hi, Rob. Hi, Rob. Uh, he says, "Is it wrong for a 45-year-old man to fall in love with a 25-year-old Belgian striker?" No. 2019. Like, uh, you can love who you want. It's destined to be unrequited. love is love. It's destined to be unrequited, but yeah, of course it's not wrong. Man can always dream. I think a lot of people did yeah. on yeah. Saturday, didn't Absolutely, they? Absolutely, yeah. Good. On that positive note, uh, let's wrap up part one. In part two, we've got lots more questions from you guys, the listeners. So join us in a bit. Welcome back to the 5 Plan Podcast. Hey! Part 279 sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing body we need. Go to Vector, Cody K. Is Vector with Okay. Wow, <laughs> sorry, the, cold, the, cold, the, the cold's really kicking in. That was a very sexy radio voice. And I JC, will. <laughs> fine. Um, let's, oh, before we do our questions... JCIS, I've got by a the message way. Sorry, John. From, people know by now, I think. Yeah, I'm sure they, so, yeah, yeah, but that's not the point. You have to keep telling them what you're saying. JC-IS.com. I will. Yeah. There we go. He wants his value for his £3.50 yeah. sponsorship. <laughs> I don't get anything for saying I will. Well, that's the point. We get now for saying K and I will. Anyway, you got a message from... A message from Bex. Oh, hi, Bex. Oh, hi. Uh, now, Bex is fundraising uh, for a half, mar- yeah, half marathon, <laughs> and she wants us to read this out. So she says, um, hello, lo- lovely FYP. Uh, is there a chance you can mention our half marathon team? We have 25 Palace supporters running the Brighton half marathon dressed in Palace kits. Mm-hmm. Loving that. Uh, we're fundraising for Palace for Life for the power chairs. Each chair costs six grand and two grand a year upkeep. Uh, they run on the 24th of February. Any donations greatly appreciated. Their website is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash doing bits for Palace. Very nice. nice. And do you know who else randomly is running it with them? Randomly? What do you mean they're running randomly? I don't know why. You're not going to get it. Um, Sean Scannell's brother, Damien Scannell. We would have been here a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we really would have been here a long time. <laughs> Sean Scannell's brother. In their team or just Brilliant. on his own? I think in Good their on team him. as well. Yeah. Good on him. Oh. To be fair, he could just tell people he was Sean Scannell's brother and you'd have to take his word for it, wouldn't you? Sean Scannell's brother. Wow, that's a claim to fame. Good on him, Damien. Anyway, uh, so and the team would very much appreciate your support on that. Good to see them running in Palace Kits in enemy territory as well. Yes, excellent. Very brave. For leading the march to walk from Fulham to support mental health awareness. That's very good. Yeah, A lot of Palace fans doing a lot of good stuff at the moment. Yes. We had a very positive part one. Let's bring the mood down a little bit by talking Excellent. about that midweek game in Southampton. Specifically about Wilfred Zaha's red card. Uh, had a few questions. The first one is from Jason Hughes. Hi, Jason. Right. He says, Wolf gets a second yellow for sarcastically clapping the referee. And Ashley Barnes of Burnley escapes a second yellow for verbally abusing a linesman. Double standards? What are your thoughts? <coughs> I don't think we've been talked about little else. I don't think it's double negative. We have talked about little else <laughs> since. And I don't recall Palace fans being as... Uh, Wilf was stupid. There's no doubt. There's no... Let's get that out of the way. Wilf was daft. But it just doesn't equate. The fact that... Was it Stevens, their player, who took Townsend out? Yes. No retrospective punishment. Not even a free kick. Even, it, no, even though... The, and the only criteria for retrospective punishment for a, a, an offence like that is if the ref says, I didn't see it and took no action. Yeah. He obviously didn't see it and obviously took no action. Yeah. Ward Prowse's behaviour was despicable. Yeah. Absolutely despicable. We went to throw the ball at Wilf. That's an act of aggression. He spat across him. He patted, he patted him on the face. Should have been at least a yellow card. Yeah. 
Ashley Barnes, without a doubt, Ashley Barnes got this first yellow and then screamed abuse, and, and he, with two very bad swear words that he screamed abuse, didn't get a second yellow. You start to wonder whether there is an agenda. You do start to think, well, hang a second, there is something, you know, you talk about a lack of consistency in the FA, but, you know, it doesn't seem to be the white kids that are getting punished as much as the black kids. We still don't know whether Wilf's going to, and Wilf personally appealed against the second, yeah. the second charge. I'd be amazed if the, if the FA didn't stick up for the ref but it was it was appalling refereeing by Mariner it was a poor, he allowed Southampton did that snidey thing where they rotated the kicking all the way through and of course he was frustrated there was a clear foul and there, you have to it's one interesting I've mentioned this before Garen Pohl's a friend of mine right? I'm not ashamed of that but he talked to him, I talked to him about it. he said referees don't do it anymore he said you have to referee individual players mm. he said with Ronaldo you know Ronaldo gets kicked off the pitch every game so the first time he's fouled you give a free kick Simple as that. He said some referees wouldn't do that. They would defy it. Say no, he's a man. He's got to deal with it. He said that's what's happening with Wolf. Hmm. He said referees should be putting an armour. They have got a duty of care. Referees should be saying, "I'm keeping an eye on those fouls," because he gets into a situation. You they are supposed to referee the game. That, that's they, the actual that's word. The actual referee the game. I mean, even worse was those prawns on match of the day that evening. Who Shearer in particular, who spent not since Salah's dive, Shearer spent every waking moment talking about how. Diving is cheating, how disgusting diving is, trying to win a penalty when you haven't been failed, trying to get a player sent off, and yet thinking that Ward Prowse was hilarious. He's going, oh, that's all right, that's fine, provoking a red card like that, that's part of the game. It's not. It's as bad, if you don't like diving, you don't like what Ward Prowse did. Hmm. Wolf's a human being. Hmm. If, and it's the same as being on stage. There are three comics I know who eventually had to punch a heckler, because if you've got somebody who spends half an hour yelling abuse about your mother or your parent or your child, eventually, they, and, you, and they, they don't respond to being talked back at, then you get off the stage and you hear him. And I'm not, I'm not defending that for a minute, but it's no wonder Will's frustrated. And when he sees the punishment handed out to other players, it's no wonder he's even more frustrated because then he's not being dealt with on a level playing field. It does it feel like isn't. double standards as we had in the question enders. And there was a, 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 a clip going around Twitter of Wilf fouling in inverted commas Ward Prowls about yeah. 10 minutes beforehand, which was basically a dive from Ward Prowls or yeah. a very yeah. soft arm from Wilf. And then Wilf not getting a free kick for the incident that led to his red card. Yeah. And when you see things like that in the cold light of day, you do start to think, this is actually really unfair. It looks really unfair. It does look unfair. I, you, know, I, we, you know, again, I'll echo what Kev was saying. I think Wilf was stupid. And I think he, Wilf does need to grow up a little bit. You know, yes, he is being targeted. You know, he is being targeted by players. I mean, players have openly said in interviews that they target Wilf. Yeah, yeah. And we know they do. He's got to accept that. What he did was wrong. But my real problem is that just this damning consistency yeah. it's just that's that to me is what gripes me you've got no idea as a player as a fan yeah. as a manager <clears throat> you go to a game you don't know if your player does that whether they're going to get booked or not you just don't know and I understand there's got to be there's bound to be a little bit of inconsistency because we're all human referees are human you know but that is just absolutely ridiculous if you're being sworn at sworn at like that with like that Ashley Barnes thing yeah. I mean how how you can not book somebody for that, but yeah, you can book somebody for sarcastically clapping. Hmm. I mean, you know, it is suck. It's just it, that well, just also, baffles I mean, me. It baffles me. One of the other things on, yeah, people were praising Andre Mariner for playing advantage when Townsend was fouled on the edge of the box. Yeah, but he didn't go back and give a yellow card. That was a shocking foul. And all these people, Jermaine Jenis and Shearer the other night going about, he's got a love from Eden Hazard. Eden Hazard doesn't respond like that. Eden Hazard gets fouled around the centre circle, basically. Eden Hazard gets pulled back. He gets little nicks and knocks. He doesn't get lunged at like Wilf does. 
Wolf, Wolf is running with the ball at post. Wolf really gets gets treated far worse than Eden Hazard. And yes, he has got to learn to grow up. But he has got to learn. He's a human am... being. He's a human being. Mm. And for the referee, you can. And for me, Mariner's got a touch of the Clattenburgs about him. He's got a touch of the. You know, he's he really enjoyed giving that second yellow card. You can you can you can imagine he's going to be getting home to his wife or, that or whatever, going. I've got you know, you to me. It, to me, Kev, it was yeah. all the heat of the moment it, because it all happened within the space of a minute. It was yeah, the heat exactly. of the moment. Like if, yeah. if those two incidents had been se- separated by ten minutes, I don't think the yeah. second one would have got a yellow. If, if there had been some decision and the referee had given it against Wilf and he had given some sarcastic clap, he wouldn't have been booked. Yeah. It's because it was in reaction, and it's all that's just wrong, though. It's just, you know you. You just got to think. You've got to be more sensible about these things. I, think, I don't know what Harry thinks of this. There's a couple of Palace fans, and I think it's a good point. Who said? The other Palace players have got to, they've got to get around the ref. Yeah, they they exactly. really have to let the ref know that they think he's made a bit. You've got to put that little bit of doubt into the like ref. Like Demo used to do. Yeah, yeah basically, like, Je- yeah. like Jedi used to do. And just go up and say, what, what are you doing? You, you've got that wrong. And you have to, Palace players seem reluctant to, to do that. Yeah. After that, there was, a, there was a good picture going around on Twitter of we played Redden a couple of years ago. And uh, Damien Delaney yeah. stood in front of Wilf just with his hands out. And there's yeah, about yeah. six Redden players just protecting him. I think if him, Jednak, like you said, were on the pitch, he wouldn't have got the second yellow yeah. card because he would just take him out of it. Yeah. That's what Luca yeah. needs to be doing. Yeah. Tompkins, whoever, yeah. MacArthur. Yeah, but it, I mean, it was Will's first red card since March 2012, so he actually yeah, yeah. he has and oh, really? he's obviously yeah, been yeah. kicked a lot since then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he has clearly worked on his. his yeah, he, he has worked on it. It almost felt like six years of kicking boiling down to one point where he just mm. thought you know I've just had enough I've had enough yeah, of this mm. not you just know, the kicking but everything the unfairness of all the free kicks against me everything the other frustrating thing as he pointed out was when early this season he said referee's not going to be happy until I get hurt yeah. he got in trouble for that Yeah, yeah he exactly. got fined for saying that exactly. <laughs> so he can't win yeah well I think I, your point in Mariner is good I think, I think Wilfie, be, Wilfie Wilf becomes a bit of a trophy for referees absolutely. Absolutely. to send off a trophy for other players to kick yeah, yeah. Mm. because he's so good and, and yeah, I, yeah. I understand why pundits say oh it's part of the game for being so good but that doesn't make it right it's, doesn't make it acceptable no, it make it yes accessible. it is a compliment in a way because you are such a good player the only way to stop him is to wind him up to get sent off so, or to kick him till he gets injured but that doesn't make it right Alan Shearer is the leading proponent of the you have to take it as a compliment. So I imagine when he elbowed Neil Lennon in the cheekbone, (laughs) was Neil Lennon lying there going, oh, he must really like me. (laughs) (laughs) I must be a better player than I thought. It's just just nonsense. It's not a compliment. It's 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 ludicrous. It's it's a determination to kick a player out of the game. And I just thought, and I was was pleased with Matt Letizia because at least Letizia said on Saturday that he was very distressed at Ward-Prowse's behaviour. Oh, really? After the sending off. Yeah, he said he didn't cover himself or the club. Mm. He kind of turned around and was cheering to the fans yeah, yeah, like yeah, look what I laughing. did he said yeah. he didn't cover himself on the oh, club in glory so at least it's interesting that some professional footballers can recognise <coughs> that his behaviour was yeah. despicable and also Wolf doesn't know when he pretends to throw the ball in his face yeah. Wolf doesn't know he's not going to let go of that ball of course he doesn't yeah, yeah. when he taps Wolf around the cheek how, how annoying is that if somebody came up to you in the pub well, and no, that, no, in theory is that not raising your hand well, of course, no, it, of course it is and I thought after the game yeah. what would have happened if and it would have been a bit embarrassing to see it what if Wolf had gone down at that point where Warpraz Raise his hand, yeah. clutching his face. So he would have got another yeah. card for diving. Yeah. But, but <laughs> it would have put the onus on the ref to actually go to Ward Prowse. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. hang on, actually, you have raised your hand here. Well, yeah, so yeah. I'm not quite sure how he got away with that one. And also, and so has made this point on the post-match pod, we pay money to see exciting players do exciting things. I'm sure Southampton fans, who, by the way, moaned about Claude Puel playing boring football, yeah, would yeah. like to see good players doing good things for their team. So mm. why is there such an onus in this country to chop down all these good players yeah, yeah. and stop them playing entertaining football? Yeah. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't yeah. make sense. It's just, the and it was frustrating because that was Wilf's best game in a while. Yeah. He was he yeah. was absolutely running ragged. Scored a good goal. 
And yeah, I think it was just frustration really, especially after their goal came from such poor defending. Yeah. After we pretty much dominated the whole game. Yeah, well, I think that's another good part. I think it took the gloss off what was actually a really good performance. Yeah, yeah. So and a, and, a, and, a, and not a bad point against yeah. a team that actually. Had, but you know I've what? That. But <laughs> and everybody's first thought. Well, my first thought. I don't know about everybody. Was oh my day, oh my days. Will's going to be out for the next game against Fulham. Yeah. that's really going to stuff us. And it didn't. So. Hmm. Very true. true. Although we don't know, obviously today he appealed the um, yes, yesterday he appealed the decision the was due extend, today, extended so, ban. Yeah. So we don't know. He might be out for more games. He might not. So what, how? What another two games? Maximum, possibly maximum, is it maximum two? two which would be West Ham and Leicester. But even Benteke said, unless it's FA Cup as well. Yeah, winning two. I mean, winning one games without Wilf could be seen as an accident, but winning two games mm. and also slightly changing the way we played. Yeah. A little bit because we did play much more. We didn't get the ball wide nearly as much as we have done before. And it was channeled towards Benteke and Ayo, and it did look as though it worked. And now also you've got another option because back sure you can play left, Ayo, you can play left. So yeah. it's not as big a disaster as it was psychologically yeah. to lose Wilf. Yeah. And hopefully Wilf will come back. And to be fair, Wilf, it's like Harry said, that was Wilf's first really good game for a long time against Southampton. Mm-hmm. So this yeah. is not a bad time. If you're going to lose him, this is not a bad time to lose yeah. him, really. Um, and what, but what a good goal again, though. The, the lovely goal. To the goal. First yeah. goal since September, yeah. I think. But yeah, lovely goal. Great, really great good goal. movement as well. Um, just finally on the Wilson, then we had a question from Tom. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. He said, why do you think Zaha's attitude is so bad? I, I think that's a bit unfair. I don't I'm think he's got sure a bad attitude. Actually. I don't think he's got a bad attitude. I just think he's just pissed off with people people fouling him the whole time and, mm. and being got at and he's the sort of person there are, there are some players who thrive on it Hazard for example probably doesn't mind or Ronaldo these players they get used to you know, Will's a certain character you know he's, he's a human as Kev said, he's a human guy he's just bored of it he's bored of it as we are as fans we're bored of seeing it but you know he has, it's, it, it, it's not going to stop it's not going to stop in fact it'll get more in fact, you know, him being sent off will give other teams like, hang a second, well, yeah, yeah. let's let's get him because you know yeah, what, yeah. he loses his rag. Let's get him, exactly. and they will because he hasn't been. I didn't realise it's been that long since he's been yeah. sent off. Yeah. You know what? It will not surprise me if he gets even more bad towards the end of the season because other other teams will just go right. Let's get him. But do you think he learned from him. this, Kevin, to actually just react by playing football? Uh, well, I, I I didn't realise it was that long since he got a rag. No, I'm surprised. So clearly, actually. he's learned from that. But to go back to the question, I think. I can understand why some people think his attitude is bad, more so non-Palace fans, but last four or five games, his demeanour <coughs> his demeanor on the pitch hasn't been... It's not been great. Brilliant. He hasn't looked like he particularly wanted to be involved in the last... He's always moaning about decisions. I mean, he always moans. Yeah, and also, exactly, when he's not particularly good with the media, so he's not sort of happy-go-lucky after games, mainly because he's always trying to defend himself. So mm-hmm. I can imagine, I can understand why some people think he's... Got a, a bad, not a bad attitude, but how he's not got a brilliantly positive attitude. But that doesn't really matter. We shouldn't be judging him on his attitude. We should judge him on no, how he true. plays football and how other players attack. And is that just part of the Wolf package? Yeah, but he's you know, he's twenty six now, so he's, he's. You know what? You know what? I the, the, it, it wouldn't be a problem if he was playing for England. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you it would not be a problem if he was playing for England because the, because the press and the media would not be so anti-Wilf, which they are a lot of the time, if he was playing for England. Well, you say true. that, but they're, they're, as Raheem Sterling points out, they're very anti-Raheem that's Sterling. True. Well, that's, yeah, yeah, OK, I'll take it all back. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you never I think know. There is, I'm, I'm, I'm always really reluctant to play the, the, the race card, but I think there sometimes is... I don't think, no, it, it isn't a race it, card. It, well, it it's just he's not playing for England. But sometimes, as, as John Barnes said this week about the Liam Neeson thing, the, the, the reaction to black players in the 
press is often much more negative than it is towards other mm. players. And there are perceived, some players, Wolf is one of them, are perceived to be troublemakers. And sometimes the players that are perceived to be troublemakers are black. So people put two or two together yeah. to make five. I mean, if I was the lawyer at Palace appealing Wolf's thing, I'd be playing the black card for all I was worth, the race card. Because that's the only thing that would maybe scare the FA into not giving them another thing. But mm. it's, you know, I, I laughed. There was a, a Liverpool fan on 606 after Salah. That, that, that always makes me laugh, a Liverpool fan on well, 606. But, but he, always he, hilarious. He, he, I liked him because he first of all he said this has nothing to do with Palace because they, they weren't the ones moaning that he died. But he said, you know, the whole Salah thing's Islamophobia. <laughs> and, I, and it just made me laugh. But then you think, well, you see the way Wolf's dealt, you think maybe there is an element of... You know, because the biggest the biggest diver in in Premier League football was Snodgrass. Yeah, no one ever yeah. goes. Pereira <laughs> for Watford is a shocking diver, and somehow they're not perceived to be because they just haven't got a reputation. Or is it they're again? just not big enough names, are they? Well, yeah, possibly, 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 maybe it's the whole people. That's a very good point. That's, yeah. that's true. That's true. They're the best players in the league. Because yeah, as you've why, done yeah. earlier, we keep comparing them to players like. Hazard and Ronaldo yeah, and Salah. Yeah, 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 I was yeah. comparing him to Snodgrass because he's exactly. just they're just not on the same level, are they? Exactly. <laughs> good point. Yes. Good point. Um, Thank uh, goodness you're here, Harry. <laughs> my brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a ten-year, five hundred thousand dollar policy for nearly fifty dollars a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, go to SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote.com. That's SelectQuote.com. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. So, uh, let's move on then. Bring us down to earth. Um, a <laughs> couple of transfer questions. I know like transfer window is closed for January, uh, but a few people want to know what happens if Batshuayi turns out to be a success on loan. So, Elliot Bates Hi, Elliot. says, Hi. if Mitchie is a success and we somehow land him on a permanent deal, would this be enough ambition to, show, to convince Zaha to stay? Uh, it seems that he's fed up of battling each season to keep us up and I don't blame him. It would... I, be a good signing, it wouldn't went, it? It'd be a great signing. It went from being intention. a terrible transfer window to being quite a good one. But I, we, I'm, I'm still slightly bothered by the fact that we didn't spend three months trying to get back Shuri to come to Palace. It was pretty much the same process as Loftus Cheat when Chelsea went. Do you fancy Loftus Cheat? Well, yeah, two we. <laughs> it's like and we makes you wonder what's from, going on behind the scenes, doesn't it? Kev? Yeah, and I think we'd be more likely to sign back Shuri than we would Loftus Cheat. But I just think let's concentrate on the first bit of it and let's yeah. hope he has a he scores ten goals between now and the end of the season. And of course, the the trouble is the more goals he scores, the more well, interested Chelsea will be in. Keep it. Which happened with Ruben. Yeah, yeah exactly. But well, and the fact he went to the World Cup. Yeah. But, but off Bacheri, the back of playing for us. Yes, yeah. yes of course. Yeah. 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 But Bat would be exactly the sort of player that would show ambition and intent. Mm. Of course he would. It's interesting that the the question refers to will it um will it want, uh will it help Wilf yeah. to stay at the club? I mean, I turned on uh talk sport the other day and there was a five minute discussion on which club <coughs> will sign Aaron Wambisaka. Yeah. I mean, it was literally, and I've heard an, another conversation on another radio talk show, football, just a discussion of people phoning up which club Wambisaka is going to sign for. Yeah. Mm. And I'm just like going, hello, <laughs> earth calling. I mean, that, that, is, that is potentially 
the problem. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, but it's such arrogance as well. Somebody referred to it was Man City's last game against Arsenal when Walker came on, or what, the recent game when somebody said he's going to be looking over his shoulder because Aaron Wampisaka would be coming to Man City. It's like, what? It's just <laughs> they treat Palace. I know. Well, it's just Palace. It's not it's, just it's, us. It's, the rest of the Premier League. It's the rest of the Premier League apart from about four teams. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. But I think just, this puts Chelsea in a good position in the summer because if Batshuayi plays well and we want him, they could say, oh, you want Batshuayi? You want Loftus Cheek? Well, We'll have Zaha, we'll have yeah, Wan Bissaka, yeah, yeah. and then we'll be like, oh, well, well also, if Wilf wants to go, then maybe um, we could use it to our, our advantage. Yeah, I worry because all, all the talk has been that Wilf will only go to well, Dortmund, apparently the team that have bid the, the money. And all the talk has been that that's where he'll be going to Europe. But mm. maybe Batshuri could persuade him that it's not always the best thing to do mm. is to go from the Premier League to... He yeah. got homesick in Manchester. He was much younger then, but that's mm. a good point. But, but if he was to go... Uh, none of us wanted to see him leave no, I of think course not. we'd prefer him to go somewhere like Dortmund I, so I, yeah, he's getting Champions League football and but I think, he doesn't I, have to play but isn't us. that the only reason why he'd leave would be to play Champions League yeah. football yeah but well, I think at Dortmund he's guaranteed guaranteed a start yeah. whereas if he went to City for example yeah. where, where they rotate the top, or Liverpool I think the top four are, were put off by him at Man United I think mm. they think his, going back to his mentality his attitude I think they think even though he was only 20 at the yeah, time. Yeah, no, I agree. I, mm. think, I think they think he's not a big club player. And, and he, I think based on the season where he's been fairly inconsistent, yeah. they'll probably think we can get someone as good for a £30 million cheaper yeah. just because of yes. what we're demanding. I would like, I mean, I'd, I, if he goes, I'd prefer him to go to a decent German club. I don't think he will go. I, don't, I think it does depend on our ambition and who's he's managing. He's getting paid a lot of money here and he's top man. Mm. You're talking about Aaron or Wilf? Wilf. Well, both. Wilf. Wilf. Yeah, yeah. Wilf. 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 Aaron, Aaron should stay. I mean, he'd be silly to leave at this point. I think at he should. At this point. At this point. If I was Aaron's agent, I'd say, look, another season at Palace, if we stay at which we will, yeah. another season at Palace, at least, and then let's see. And if he keeps improving, and if the he way keeps he has, improving, yeah. they'll, they'll you, even if he stays for four and, and years, he's, yeah, he's twenty-five. He's yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm such I, a long career. Know, I've, I've not got a problem with him moving on. Mm. You know, obviously, I want him to stay on loan to stay forever. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm not stupid. You know, I realise he probably will end up going to a mm. bigger club somewhere. But I, I don't. I think he should stay with us for at least another season. At least another season. Thank you, Um Can Good. I end uh, on a? Transfer ultimatum question from Phil. Andy Street. (laughs) He's gone, mate. Gone to Fulham Uh, on a free. Hi, Phil. Phil says, Palace are offered a swap by Chelsea with Wilf and Ruben. A Wilf for Ruben and Batshuayi. Deal or no deal? I would would probably take that. Right at this moment. No, I'm I'm guessing uh, in the summer. Yeah. I think I I agree. I'll take take it as well. I think I probably would, yeah. I don't know. It's, I don't know. I don't know. It's tough. I don't it's know. Tough one. I see, I don't think Wilf's guaranteed a place at Chelsea in any of the top four or five teams week in week out, and I think Wilf wouldn't like that. Same with Wan Bissaka. I mean, mm. if he went to City, he wouldn't start every. You know, Guardiola picks a team he has to pick for each circumstance. And I just feel Wilf wants to be top dog, but also he wants other top dogs around him. Around mm. him. I mean, mm. he'd probably look at it. Yeah. Loftus Cheek and Batshuayi coming here. He'd be like, oh, I want to play with them. Yeah, that absolutely. Fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens to the battery. It's interesting, Hopefully. though. Yeah. I mean, I do feel we are, might be getting a bit ahead of ourselves in the I think we are a little 10 bit. minutes for us. Um, but he's, <laughs> he's been a very good 10 minutes. It was, it was an explosive it's 10 minutes. It's not just that. I just think it's more his demeanour and his attitude and his positivity. Think, yeah. And it's like, he's clearly a confident young man and he's clearly, 
He's, he, even if he's a bit bemused at finding himself at Palace, he seems one of the lads, doesn't he? Yeah. Already, that's exactly yeah. what he, he, seems, seems, he seems one of the lads. He yeah. seems like he's going to fit in with yeah. you, with, he, with the boys. There's also like, there's a bit of a boys club in there over there at Palace as well. Yeah, Will speaks French. Benteke yeah. speaks mm. French. There's, there's a whole French thing going on. French. He's such a different player. What we got? It was so refreshing yeah. when he got the ball for Schlupp's yeah. goal. He, he didn't even look at the goal. He just turned and shot. Yeah. His natural yeah. inst- instinct was to score. Yeah. And we just haven't had a player. Like like his, his control was such, his first two touches was like, I was thinking, because I, I was a bit tense, I'd gone to the back. <laughs> but I was thinking he didn't, we haven't got a player who's meant that sort of thing for a long time. <laughs> yeah. It just looked like, because normally if a Palace player did that, he'd think he's lost control with his game control. But you know what's interesting? Or if, if Zaha did it, he'd well, try and take him on again. Yeah, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, this, yeah. I was just yeah, about yeah. to say, we've, we've got Wilf who can have that foot, but Wilf doesn't have that even now, still doesn't have yeah. that where mm-hmm. he goes bang. Yeah, you know. Whereas yeah, anyway, it's interesting. It's very exciting. It's it's exciting, and it's it interesting is. as well. That everyone said what a good save from the Fulham keeper, even though he palmed it straight. It was not. <laughs> even though he palmed it straight to Schlupp. and it was good finish from Schluppy. Um, well, let's go. Let's as well. Let's hope you have a good finish to the pod in part three, where <laughs> nice. we. Nice. That was awful. Um, <laughs> where we're going to preview um, Saturday's game with West Ham. Hello, welcome back to the Five Year Plan Podcast. Hey. Hola. Pood. Pood. Pod 279, sponsored by Vector Printing for your printing body needs. Go to vector.co.uk, it's Vector. Okay. And JCIS Global Research and Brand Consultancy from South London. Visit jc-is.com. I will. I, like, I mean, obviously that, get, didn't, that didn't work on radio, but you taking the glasses off there was <laughs> I very much enjoyed that. Reading glasses. It's <laughs> all part of it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm always acting... Mm, I've noticed that Jim Davey <laughs> method acting as well Get through one part he's always playing dimension. the part of James Endicott he, re- he inhabits it I am he does it very well properly, I do yeah. it he, like really commit, Hoffman, he commits yeah. to it 24-7 man yeah. right <coughs> West Ham Catching, at home isn't it? Um, <laughs> West Ham at home on Saturday up the Amers uh, we've had a question from Luke hi Luke and hi, Luke. CPFC Lewis Ooh. hi CPFC convenient Lewis. name for the podcast they both say uh, what do you do with Wilf? Now, obviously, we don't know if he's going to play or not, but assuming he is available to play, uh, Luke says, following on from our performance against uh, Fulham, do you drop Wilf or uh, put him on the bench? I believe that's the same thing. And Lewis <laughs> says, I personally believe Wilf should be on the bench on Saturday. No, I don't think you should have <laughs> our best player on the bench. He's our best player mm. by a country mile. He plays. If he's fit, he plays. Fact. I think he plays personally. Of he it goes back to this thing with saying, Kevin, we've got, we've got options now. No, what do you think, Harry? Uh, if I, I think if I'm Wilfred Zaha and I'm on the bench watching Jeffrey Schlupp play, <laughs> I'd be pretty annoyed. Yeah. I Schlupp. love Jeffrey Schlupp. Yeah, he played well on Saturday, but, or whenever it was. But Wilfred Zaha, like you said, he's our best player. And he always plays well against West Ham, doesn't he? It's true, actually, yeah. I think he's got, there, so. Hodgson's got an excuse. Yeah, Batchelor, he hasn't played that much football. So he's got an excuse to keep Batchelor on the bench. Mm. more so than putting Wilf on the bench so I'd be amazed if Wilf was fit I'd be amazed if he didn't if he didn't start but having said that you know it, it did work against Fulham but Roy's, Roy will always go back to try and test it he, yeah, he's got exactly. his he's got his first level in his mind Wilf yeah. is clearly one of them yeah 
The West Ham players, when they if they see Wilf on the on the bench yeah. at the beginning of the game, they'll go, "Nice one, yeah, 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 result, yeah. come on." Yeah. yeah. Although you could say bringing on Wilf for the last half an hour. Against no, 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 no. I don't no, think. No, I also think that sends no. a message to him that's not. No, it's not positive. It, Especially, it you know, looks like he's being punished for his red mm, card as well. That's true. To be perfect, I think you have to play Wilf. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good question. Yeah. But it's a pointless question because you because you play him. I think because of the the red card at Southampton, he'll he'll come back wanting to prove a point, just yeah. to kind of make it up to us and come yeah, out yeah. firing and want to have a good game because of that. I think it's a yeah. more interesting good game, good game. <laughs> if Kiati's fit to play, because then what is he, what's the midfield going to be if he's ready to come back? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Actually, actually, the winning the win without him was yeah. big as well because he's mm. actually. He's been playing well. Behind yeah. Andros and AWB being our best player this season. Mm. Yeah. So West, actually, West Ham have had a habit this season of beating decent teams and losing the next two or three. Well, I know a lot of West Ham fans, a lot of West Ham fans, and after their performance against um, Liverpool the other night, they were all, most of them got in touch with the next day and said, you're going to batter us on the yeah, weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you are going to batter us. Palace, we're bound to lose to Palace on the weekend. <laughs> they did look a bit leggy at the end of the game, I mean, to be fair, West Ham. They, they were good. I, 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 I they thought they really played hard. really they well. Did. They played really well, Liverpool I were poor, but West Ham, to, to be fair to them, but fra- they, they, franchise Cockney is a They are very, very similar to Palace West Ham are the fact that we tend to raise their game against the better teams mm, yeah, we, we, yeah. we always do we always but it's do. these games obviously that are more, is, almost more important really, it, of course it's more important yeah. West Ham aren't that far from us on the table I and don't also West Ham were done by I mean how the, the assistant ref didn't see that was offside is just yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. it's just <laughs> laughable yeah um, well in terms of how Roy sets up Mr Cadbury's Parrot hi Mr Cadbury's says Parrot. will we play two strikers and two wingers and two holding Right, yeah, for four, four, two, on Saturday or something less adventurous. I think something less adventurous yeah. at the start. I would. Do you think? I'd I like think to see him go start, for it. Well, we've been saying that for nearly two seasons. I think he'll start. It'll be the same as Tottenham and Fulham. It'll be a sort of <laughs> containing job. It'll be keep them at arm's length, try and take the two or three chances that we create. Essentially, I don't think I don't think out of nowhere Roy is suddenly going to go all adventurous and play three strikers and yeah. just one holding midfield player and put, bring Mayer or push Mayer up right from the start and <laughs> have Schlupp and Mayer and just loop you mean Robin? them. <laughs> Do you not think Harry he might have well, the four four two against Fulham? Yeah, but if he's saying two wingers, you're assuming that he's going to put Wilf on the left in a four, and that's just that's never going to yeah. work because oh, yeah, it, yeah. it makes him so much more defensive, yeah. which he's not necessarily good at, yeah. and it just. Uh, stifles him an attack, yeah. and I don't think, yeah, I don't think he'd do that because then we got just two, presumably Kiate and Luca. Well, if Kiate's injured, then we've got got even less protection of that defence. Yeah. yeah, true. <laughs> um, okay, well, look, Palace Ash, Hi, Palace Ash. Hi. says um, if Zaha and Kiate are available, which three miss out on being in the eighteen-man squad? 18, five, Eleven plus seven, yeah, eighteen-man yeah. uh, squad. Wickham, Dan, Gyro, Kelly. Sacco, Zachary Sacco's pack. Of course, <laughs> yeah. Taking 50 minutes, you've got to mention that he's back. Unbelievable. I was surprised that Riedemann was on the bench on Saturday, out of nowhere, because mm. he should be, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, mm. Although he wasn't brilliant against uh, Grimsby, but I would always have him on the bench because of his versatility. Mm. But Wickham, certainly. Sacco, probably. Zachary. I think Riedemann depends on Kiate. Yeah. Just because on Saturday, if Luca had got injured... He's the only one that can kind of fill in as a holding midfielder. Yeah, yeah. And, and centre back as well, if the worst mm. comes to the worst. How are we feeling about Bakary being back, Enders? Because <laughs> it wasn't. It didn't go down pretty well on Twitter, did it? But. No, but I, you know what? When he was here before, and he came on, he always, he always, he always put a shift in, didn't he? You know, he's 
he's physical. You know, the last ten, you know, he's he's not going to start. He's not going to start. But I think he'll come on the last ten, fifteen minutes. Sometimes we need mm. that bit of aggression. So you need something. He's very physical. He loves yeah. a shot. Yeah, he loves a shot, and he yeah. it, yeah. It, it, it likes to put himself about. You know, he likes to get involved, stuck in. You know, I think he's he's, he's, he's a useful is a useful squad member. I, w- yeah. I wouldn't necessarily even have him on the bench a lot of the time, but I think he's definitely a useful squad member. It seemed a retrograde step to me that there was that two day period just before the window closed when we were after Balassi, Kabai and yeah. Saku Sacco. Yeah. It's like Steve Kemba was probably sitting there and thinking this could be the... You know, <laughs> yeah. And also because Sacco, no one seems to know the circumstances of Sacco leaving, but he clearly wanted to go. Whether or not the club wanted to go is a different matter, but Sacco couldn't wait to get out of Palace. So I just kind of sometimes think... It's like when a player says, I don't want to play for England. It's like, well, fine, don't play for England, then you're not coming back. Mm. If a player's that keen to leave Palace, you can't, well, I'm not desperate to have him back. But apparently possible. he's been going playing quite well for West Brom recently. Obviously he had that not horrible... Not to West Brom fans, he hasn't. I oh, was, really? Oh, I was okay. in Birmingham the day he came back to Palace and they're basically, the local radio was like, good good news, everybody, we've got rid of Saka. Maybe they were <laughs> saying that because he's come back yeah. to Palace. But obviously they had that horrible injury last season. That's true. And I, mean, I don't know if that had anything to do with the contract negotiations at the end of the season, but he's back from that and apparently and fit. So. And probably on cheaper wages than he was. Not, so, not that's not what I heard. I heard oh, really? on the same wages as he went. So <laughs> it, that was another thing that seemed a bit odd that we got a player. The one consolation. It does seem a very odd step. It would have been an absolutely yeah, traumatic transfer if we hadn't signed Batshuayi. It's like Celtic said: players don't go back on lower wages. Simple as that. Even though he's a Championship player going back to Premier League, my understanding is that he's because he's, that was the one consolation. Is he go well? At least we got him off the wage bill. Yeah. Now we got him back on the wage bill. And he was one of our highest paid players, bizarrely. Mm. So even if he's not on his full whack, he's on a lot of money. I'm very surprised by that. Yeah. Um, You're surprised still... by butterflies. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs> 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 All right, well, not anymore. <laughs> All right, the first few times, they, is, they are quite... That was a caterpillar five seconds ago. What happened to that? <laughs> it's flying, Actually, it? it does blow your mind a little bit. Um, no, but he's a, he's a, he is a good option to have. And again, good option actually, we talked about our four strikers earlier, and it's five, actually, with him. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm. So actually, it's, you know, we're, we're actually... Because he can okay. play central at a pinch as well, which is another... Yeah, reason exactly. why we're well, it, it, it was very interesting that question you know, who would you have in your 18 man squad it's been a long time since we've, yeah. had, we've, had, we've, we've had that discussion yeah exactly it's, it's always been pretty obvious we'd have trouble getting to 18 yeah. a couple of seasons Definitely. ago well a couple of weeks ago a couple of weeks no, ago we were done yeah, but now we're doing okay um, so quick prediction then for Saturday's game against West Ham 1-0 Palace, Palace. yeah when where did I ever make a prediction? Oh, no, no, just sometimes I feel like we no, should... Enders has ruined it. Sorry. I just like to... He just like looked at me. Clickbait Colin over there. He'll make a hey. prediction. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm confident. 3-0 three, three to, to us. I'll take that. Yeah. I, I'd, if, if we can end the weekend only a point or two behind West Ham and above Brighton, then I think we can start. Relaxing well, I just looked at the table. They're six points above us, yeah. right? Okay, uh, which is five points above Brighton. So you know, if if they do, if they don't lose, that 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 gap is widening. Hmm. You know, between them and yeah. us and Brighton, we you know we're about. The I think same. Brighton so, are very much dragged back into. It. It's interesting, slightly worrying the way that all both Match of the Day and Sky finished their relegation caption on the teams below us. We weren't included in the mm. in the relegation thing which I think is a bit 
odd considering we're only two points above Newcastle. Yeah, Burnley. but there's a lot more teams below us. Yeah. It's probably fair to be honest. Yeah, I think yeah. I think I think most pundits look at Palace and can't quite understand why we're where we are. Yeah. Well, we should really have more points. And, and, and we should. that we do, we find those points yeah. that we need before the end yeah. of the season. And, and, and also, there's years. also your TV screen's only that big, Kev. Oh, that is a good point. It could <laughs> no, be that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right, okay, let's wrap well, up the pod. You know my theory about TV screens. The bigger your TV screen, the more likely you are to vote for Brexit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like my cousin Charlie's got a TV screen Tim Peake can see from space. <laughs> <laughs> this mine's a little bijou pro, pro Europe one. I just, I, just, um, I just look at my phone. Good. Well, that's even smaller than my telly. <laughs> exactly. That's that. That's why so it only shows the bottom team, three. There's only one team going down. Yeah, yeah. Phone. That's that's what it's filled, mate. Right. Uh, thank you very much for being on the pod. Uh, thanks, for, thanks for being yeah, back. Thank you, Harry. Yeah, excellent. Top man, Enders. Thank you, Kevin. I think Harry might be doing it more in future. It's yeah. exciting news. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. he's like our bakery sacker. It could be grooming. <laughs> could be up for a producing job. <laughs> Potentially. Yeah, it'd yeah, be yeah. exciting, wouldn't it? Uh, thank you very much for listening Imagine to the pod. how good this pod will be with somebody producing it. <laughs> 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 yeah. That's a bit of forethought. That's just somebody <laughs> going through the questions. Nah, that before. would work. You haven't seen my production skills yet. <laughs> that would ruin the pod. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back with you next week, and there will be a post match pod after that West Ham game. So keep an eye out for that on patreon.com. Thanks for your Green support. And <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Goodbye. Time to get your checking account to zero with free checking from PenFed. That's zero ATM fees, zero balance requirements, and zero time spent waiting for your paycheck to direct deposit because you can receive it up to two days early. Open your account with just $25 and see how big zero can be. Apply online today at penfed.org slash free checking. Early direct deposit eligibility may vary between pay periods and timing of payers' funding. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Podcast Network.